This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 602 in the AM, Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Rob Long, Jeremy Kahn, Ed Norris is on vacation this week. He will be back on Monday. Get your feet on the floor. Jumpstart your day. You know how tough it is to do that when you take some uh, sinus medicine that helps oh, you sleep? I'm I'm in that same boat <clears throat> as I'm trying to, I guess you can hear it in my voice a yeah. little bit, but I was telling you, like, I fell asleep yesterday. It's such a weird time where, like, if I get home and I'm going to take a nap, I want to get something in and wake up by 2 uh-huh. so I can try to get back to sleep, you know, at a normal time. But, man, yesterday I think I fell asleep at, like, 4, like, I don't know, it was after 3, I going into 4. That. Oh, I would love to do that. Oh, God. Sleep for the rest of the day. I, I, I've been doing well this uh, this uh, winter. The winter normally kills me. But I got this Navage. And it held everything off until now, mid-February. Mm-hmm. Um, close to late February. I, I mean, I haven't been stuffy or anything. I do that a couple of times a week, and I'm good. But something got through that Navage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> something got past it, and it uh, started to get me a little bit. I took some sinus medicine last night to help me go to sleep because my head felt like it was about to explode. Uh, but then, then waking up at 4 a.m. is tough when you take it like at 8 because you need some serious sleep. Mm-hmm. When you take that stuff. Yeah. And, uh, you know, with yesterday, too, it was kind of just one of those days where a lot of good stuff to watch last night from a college basketball standpoint um, or NHL, NBA About starts tomorrow. Man, yeah. they just destroyed. <clears throat> I called that one you yesterday, but I'm a little mad at myself that I didn't make it a bigger play. My, my favorite thing yesterday was the Michigan State over, but, God, I don't know how many layups Hoggard missed. He had to miss at least five, and I'm talking about, like, Three of them uncontested. Like, what the hell is going on? And then all the missed free throws. But it was a good night for college hoops. Yeah, it was. It was a real good night for college hoops. 410-583-1057. That's the number. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Man, when you play 16 years in the National Football League as a wide receiver, and you have one reception for 46 yards and a touchdown, you shouldn't make it 16 years in the NFL. But you can if you're a 10-time Pro Bowler. Two-time all, three-time all, two-time all pro. Matthew Slater announced his retirement yesterday. And I know some people who cover the Patriots. And you hear some people who played for the Patriots and cover the Patriots. And everything I hear about him is as good of a football player he was at what he did. Mm-hmm. He was a better person. And that's why guys like that stay around so long. He lasted 16 years with one franchise, the New England Patriots, one franchise, 
You know, Bill Belichick doesn't let people pull on the heartstrings. So this guy had to be an extraordinary person to, in order to withstand that many years with Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick leaves. Now he retires. I think that's no coincidence. And, you know, sometimes you don't give guys credit. We only talk about the superstars. But this seemed to be a genuine good guy, man. Retired yeah. after 16 years. Well, and then you look at um, kind of running that Steve Tasker type career yeah. <clears throat> where you're playing special teams. And he made a name for himself. He was, as you mentioned, constantly in the Pro Bowl for what he was able to do. Ten as, times. As a gunner and, and all the different things that you're sitting here talking about. So, like, um, yeah, I, I, you know, good for him. Ten years playing special teams. I think it says a lot, you know, in what he was able to do. He's 16. Huh? 16 years. Yeah, but 10 times. Uh, oh, 10 times. Yeah, yeah. Pro Bowl. Pro Bowl yeah. yeah. Especially at that position. Absolutely. So, you know, hats off to him, man. We just, you know, it's 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 awesome. Awesome career. And and now he's off into the sunset at the age of 39. So he gets to enjoy. Well, not even 39 yet. He'll be 39 later this year. So he gets to enjoy the second half of his life. Man, you know what's funny is that we got, um you know, pitchers and catchers already reported, baseball going on, and there's still a lot of big names out there. What happens with, you know, um, Blake Snell and Cody Bellinger, Jordan Montgomery and all these guys? And, you know, we're going to see some guys sign here. I think Cody Bellinger goes back to the Cubs. Do you? I wonder if the Blue Jays kick the tires on him again or if they feel comfortable. I think I think the Cubs are sitting waiting to see what else, what else is there. They don't want to outbid themselves. I think with a lot of these guys, uh, Jeremy, you don't want to outbid yourself. And the Orioles got someone – where the market tells you what he's worth. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you don't have to worry about outbidding yourself. The market tells you what they're worth. What is what is Cody Bellinger really worth? Is he worth a five-year deal? Well, is he worth a three-year deal? Is he worth $20 million? Is he worth $30 million? I think the problem— I don't think you really know what he's worth. You, you're trying to wait till somebody else sets the market for you. Well, it's the inconsistencies when you look at him. And, right. And I know they're flashing stats now— about what he's done, it's it's a roller coaster. When you look at the last year with the Dodgers, the up with the Cubs, and then now which guy do we get? Because this was a guy that was, you know, leading the National League in home runs, or yeah. up there as a front runner for a good portion, MVP candidate with the Dodgers, and then just disappeared off the face of the earth, and then winds up with the Cubs, and then midway through the season last year, starts swinging a hot stick and made a name for himself again. So again, what is he worth? I think the same thing with uh, Nate Snell. Well, he's a two-time Cy Young winner. Yeah, but he's a five-inning guy, so what is he worth? Yeah. I mean, I mean Blake Snell. I said Nick Snell. Blake Snell. That's his brother, Nick. Uh, I think Nick Snell used to play for the Orioles. I think Nick Snell was an Oriole. But, um, you know, just what is he worth? You don't, you don't really know. And I, and I think that's the problem with him. Yeah, well, the one thing you know you're going to get is five innings and probably not much more from him. Go look at his stats last year. Yeah, he won the Cy Young, but I think it was kind of – he won because of everything else that was going on. There was no other real – like, Zach Gallon was really good and then tailed off at the end of the season. And everybody assumed that he was going to be the National League Cy Young winner. Yeah. Um, Alcantara, Alcantara did not have the season we thought he was going to have. Some of the injuries that came down in the National League. So, um, yeah, I, I do think that when you look at Blake Snell, it's it's like, what is anybody going to kick the tires on him for a five-inning guy? Is Blake Snell biracial? Oh, uh, I don't know Because Nate Snell's black. Well, I'm, I He's also seventy-one years old. Is, it, is that his he played daddy? for the Orioles from eighty-four to 80, 86. That's how I got him. Is that up. that baby's pappy? Ooh, <laughs> why you got? Why you got to go there, man? It's only six oh nine, man. Let's go to Parkville and get Chris. What's up, Chris? 
Hey, gentlemen. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Um, I just had a little. Uh, I don't know if if you knew this or not, but I uh, thought so I'd throw it your way. Um, if you have a stuffy head, what has worked for me in the past and it's worked very well, better than um, you know, man-made medicine is uh, echinacea. I don't know if yep. you've ever. Heard I've of heard of it. it. I've heard of it. Yes. You might want to try it. It works pretty good. Hey, I man, I appreciate that. Thanks hey, a lot, Chris. You know what I take for a stuffy head? Nah. What? Don't no? worry about it. And you got to think too. Like if Rob's head is stuffy, that's like the uh, you know it's 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 got to be like go one ahead of make the, it up, huh? Go ahead, make it up with a run. <laughs> what are you talking go ahead, about? Go make it up. The punchline. Go ahead, make it up. Will you just settle down? <laughs> be pumping my brakes to get my hamster back on its wheel as it jumped off for a second. Big ass noggin. <laughs> He was Joe. He was reaching for the punchline, man. I couldn't had find it. it. I couldn't think couldn't of what it. It's there. Close your eyes. Reach around for it. <laughs> you know the big thing about Rob's head if it's stuffy. Uh, wait a minute. Hold on. That's the ticket. Yeah, here's the punchline. <laughs> reaching for a big time word. Big ass head. Zay Flowers back in the news, but for Baltimore County, uh, the news is pretty positive for him. We'll talk about that. In the barbershop at 6.30. But on the other side, Maryland, Wisconsin. You heard Joe talk about it. Another close loss for the Terps. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. And they go inside, and an offensive foul is called. Oh, my goodness. On Deshaun Harris-Smith, who's the most surprised guy in the building. That's, that is atrocious. I guess that's a word for it that I would use. I use another word at home. The BS. <laughs> that's well, the word I use. You don't make that call at that time. You just don't. Certain calls, man. And you know why? See, I'm not this guy. If you've been calling it all game, Jeremy, then you call it all game. But I hate when you allow the game to be played one way. I'm going to go back to the AFC Championship game. You allow all that in-your-face trash talk the entire pregame and during the game. And then now, all of a sudden, you want to get righteous and make the call. Same thing last night. That kind of play the entire time, you let it go. Now, you want to make that call? Now? Yeah, I have a – so I, I texted you. I don't know if you remember this one. I think it was Saturday about the Wisconsin-Iowa game. Yes, I do remember. And I said it was such a tragedy what we saw with the, the refereeing. Um, not just – look, there's one thing to have a 50-50 call. A guy goes up to block a shot. You think he got so much of his wrist. He tells you he got the ball first. Whatever. We have a disagreement. We don't have a disagreement on what the rules are. So, real quick, let me take you back to to what happened this week, and we can right. talk about this game. So, Wisconsin, uh, when they were playing, Wisconsin. yeah, that, that mansion up in Wisconsin, uh, they called a goaltend that did not happen. Yeah. So they go back during a commercial break and they review it, and they realize it wasn't a goaltend. So then they take the points off the board. Now, why is that unfair? Because if Wisconsin, that that should at least be a jump ball, right? Yes. So nope. 
So you just lose your possession. They called an erroneous goaltend. You don't even get a chance to have it, even though your guy clearly rebounded the ball and had a chance to go up, but they blew the whistle. You don't get the ball so back. Give the- so the refs at the end of the game, I don't know why they did this, called an inadvertent whistle to almost try to give the ball back to Wisconsin to give them an opportunity. But Iowa had the jump ball, so it didn't matter. Wow. I, I'd never seen anything like wow. this. And then you're going to get calls like this in games where, again, a, a, a charge block call. Sometimes, sometimes it's obvious. Sometimes it's 50-50. Did he get his feet set? Was he still moving? All these things that go on from the offensive player to defensive player. But, yeah, I mean, you, you wouldn't expect to see bad calls like that. You'd like to see him at least be a little consistent. And they were consistently bad Saturday, and it doesn't surprise me in another game. Doesn't surprise me. The, oh, our friend of the program, Chris Naki from the Maryland Broadcast Team, this is what he had to say about the bad officiating. Tough, inconsistent officiating in this game. Now you have Rob Riley and two – Oh, man. I know. The circus is in town. How about I say that? I know. I, I don't blame him. I don't blame him. Uh, and that's what the, essentially what I was saying, Jeremy. It was inconsistent officiating. If you're going to call that, call that. And we're good. We're all good if you call that. Yeah. But you didn't call that the entire game. Why now? Why are you doing this now? You don't. You don't get to decide who wins this basketball game. And that's my only issue. My issue is not if you're caught making bad calls the entire game, then maybe that's just not bad calls. Maybe that's just how you call a game. I can I can I can respect that. We played a game the other night. It was physical. I mean, we were both, both bumping one another. Uh, uh, I thought two or three times my guards got this uh, this place trying to drive to the to the basket. But guess what? When we they were complaining about it on the timeout, I said, "Well, you know, play the same way. Let's see if they call it." We play the same way they didn't call it. I'm done. I'm cool. Yeah. If that's what we're doing, then I'm cool. I, I'll give you the example. Like uh, my son's team. Like I, I'd say the, the the kids were more finesse back in the day um, than they were like come in and smack you in the mouth type. But they weren't afraid to play anybody. But with a finesse team, it's like okay, we want to we want to outmaneuver you. We want to put our guys in positions uh, to succeed. Um, but when you get refs that allow you to play, you know, like you know they're going to swallow the whistle a little uh-huh. bit. And, and the example is I, I talk about the county kids when they played the city kids. Uh, they played Dunbar in the playoffs, and we got some city refs. They let them play. They didn't figure it out until about midway through the third. And by the time they figured it out, they were already behind. But I can't be mad at the refs. If they called the game and let you play the entire time, then you adjust to it. You, you've got refs that are going to swallow the whistle sometimes and let it get a little bit more physical. I, if I'm a player, I'm taking advantage of it. If I'm a coach, I'm telling my players to take advantage of it. If they're blowing the whistle and it's really tight, then I'm going to dictate to them and let them know, like, hey, we got to be a little bit more careful where we're putting our hands and, and how we're boxing out and playing defense with our feet instead of slapping at the ball when we see it. Because if they're if they're amped up and ready to blow the whistle, then we're going to be in foul trouble the whole night. 410-583-1057, that's the number. Maryland with another close loss. How many, how many uh, close losses is that, Joe? You said it in the uh, nine of nine of their thirteen losses have been by, uh, by five points or less. Five points or less, nine of thirteen. Uh, Jeremy, what does that that tell you about this church team? Well, that they're good enough to be invited to the dance, but probably not not dancing with anybody. And the dance you mean is yeah, yeah. I mean, well, it's been that way all year long when you see them losing close games like this. Um, and look, I thought they were gonna. This was a trouble spot um, with Wisconsin. Going back home after they've had their struggles, they they they've been a very good home team, 
and trying to get right. And Maryland looks like a team at home that you should get right with. Uh, they they hit their free throws down the stretch, or else that could have been a dicey uh, dicey game for them. But Wisconsin always hits their free throws. Yeah, no doubt. Um, does that tell you anything about you know coaching or keeping the team in the game? No, because like when I look at the the roster, I don't think the roster is very good. That's so what I mean. It tells me I, so positive about. Yeah, I, I think I, I thought you were going the other route with it. No, I, no because I I want to see who he brings in. Um, I think Kevin Willard's a good coach. The more and more I watch him, I think he know he understands the game. The more I watch, I feel the same way, man. I mean, like I told you, the defense tells me a lot. Whether you like him or not, out there, um, I, I still think he's a good coach, and and I, I want to see more from him. I could care less about some of the other other things. Um, as far as whether or not people like the the style that they're playing or whatever, if if he's out there making adjustments and calling plays, we'll, we'll start to see more from inbounds action when you you get a set play called and how yeah. they work. Yeah. I mean, I, I still have questions about the offense, but again, it's it's kind of a two headed monster, and then you, you'll take whatever you can get from Dante Scott and the others. And that's the, that's the problem, honestly. I, I just don't. I'm not impressed with him, man. He's been there a long time. Oh, Dante Scott's what? 25 years old now? 72 years old. <laughs> I mean, you know, you've been there a long time, man. You should, we should have more from him. And to me, he's actually been, he's more of a hindrance to the team. He said he's 23. He is? Yeah. That's actually not bad. But to me, he's more of a hindrance to the team, Jeremy. Well, if you didn't have him, I still think you'd be struggling even more with somebody else. Like, at least he's got – like, I, I used to say, I want to be as good at something as Deion Waiters thinks he is at basketball. Right? That's a <laughs> – it's a confidence thing. At least he's a confident player because he's gonna put up his shots. Well, because you want to be as good as something that he thinks he is. Yeah, like Deion Waiters would. He was on a team with LeBron James and be like, "Pass me the ball, dude." <laughs> like that's that's Deion. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Get me wanna, the ball. King. I want to be as good at anything, anything as that guy thinks he as is. That guy thinks he is at something. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Oh, boy. Word of stupid at 7 o'clock. Put on the other side our barbershop topic of the day. Get your hair cut early this morning, Jeremy Garn. Zay Flowers' case will give you the latest status and what do you think that means for Zay as well as the Ravens. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. You go into the barbershop early this morning, 6.30 a.m. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. The Baltimore County Police investigation connected to Baltimore Ravens wide receiver Zay Flowers has been suspended without criminal charges. According to documents, the department released Tuesday the investigation, which is effectively closed, could be reopened if there are any additional information, is any different uh, additional information, according to a note dated Friday. Identifying information in the report has been uh, redacted, but it indicates Flowers declined through an attorney to be interviewed by police, the, the uh, documents confirmed earlier. Baltimore Sun reporting about an alleged victim's report to the police in Acton, Massachusetts. She told officers there was a "quote unquote" violent domestic incident in Owings Mills on January 16th, in which the suspect's brother also drew a firearm. She declined to name the suspect, other than to say he is "quote an NFL player." That there were. Uh, they were all over social media as a couple. Jeremy Khan, this is effectively, or oh, yeah, effectively uh, closed right now. Unless more information comes up, your thoughts on what this could mean to Zay Flowers moving forward? I, I mean, the only thing that 
I, I think the fallout, <clears throat> excuse me, could be, um, you know, we, we've seen guys get a slap on the wrist for the NFL shield, the logo that is, uh, you know, being brought up in the news. So could he get a suspension for that, even though, you know, there were no charges filed because. By the had, way, the, the timeline, Jay Worth 16 puts this before. The Texans game. The Texans game. But yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no. But like, again, we don't know. Did, did cooler heads prevail? Was this a he said, she said? Did it get blown out of proportion? Did something actually happen and everybody's just kind of buttoned up now? Don't know. But um, I, I think for the Ravens. Was someone paid off. Again, these like the same thing. I want to say the same thing, but the Tariq Hill case with his ex. You know, he was getting ready to sign that big contract, and all of a sudden that case went away. He signed that contract and ended up staying with her. So, I don't know. I I don't know what happens moving forward. The only negative thing I think could happen is if the NFL decided to give him a game or two because of the look for the league, which I I still think that's a little unfair as well. Now, the report goes on to say uh, in Massachusetts she was – uh, she told the Massachusetts police she was physically assaulted and left with, quote, uh, multiple bruises, according to Baltimore County report. In the uh, interview, the alleged victim said she was living with her boyfriend in a townhouse outside of Baltimore, Maryland, when the incident became physical and violent and that he had trashed all her stuff and belongings. She also repeatedly asked about the consequences of filing the police report and whether criminal charges are automatically or would automatically be filed. So she asked about that. She didn't want this to get out of hand, which uh, I'm sure, you know, some concern about him as well and his future. What do the Baltimore Ravens do about this? Do they conduct their own investigation, you think? um, I don't know. I I feel like you you do have to sit down and have – a long, if you want to call it a come to Jesus meeting with, with Zay about this stuff, because, you know, I think he winds up on the fortunate side of this, that it doesn't go the other way. And it wasn't anywhere near what Henry Ruggs did, but you can see how one decision can change a guy's life. Yeah. So, uh, you know, good from that standpoint, but if something did go down, you know, somebody needs to grab him and, and real quick, let him know that this stuff cannot go on. Yeah. Ever. Like his agent. Yeah. Uh, the alleged victim stated that quote, it was a really bad 10 minutes, but she hasn't been felt scared since, according to the report. It also noted her father, who accompanied the victim, the alleged victim, to speak with police, was worried about the blank storm that is going to follow. She didn't take acting police up on an offer of a protective order, so she left it alone. 410-583-1057, that's the number. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. You and I both know, Jeremy, in these incidents, we've been around long enough. We don't know what happened. We don't know the exact details other than the report. But we do know where there's smoke, there's fire. Yeah. There's some kind of fire in here. Does this change your opinion of Zay Flowers? I don't think it can because I I still don't know what went on. Um, You know, as much as we're thinking something went down, and again, like, okay, something happened. Now all of a sudden nobody's talking. No file. No no charges were filed. Yeah, you got to be fortunate in that situation. If you're Zay, if you know, if if that's that's how everything went, we don't. Nobody knows except the people that were there. But there's a reason why somebody, as you pointed out, where there's smoke, there's fire. There's yeah. a reason the police were out there. Something happened, whether it was a bad ten minutes or not. But somebody needs to sit him down and say, "Hey, chief, you can't have another bad ten minutes like that, because that could end up being the end of your career. It could be, you know, who knows well, what somebody's could life. Yeah." Let me say this. I'll be 53 in May, and I can proudly say I've never put my hand on a woman. 
I've never hit a woman. But I could also say that I've never been in a position where I had to defend myself against a woman either. Mm-hmm. And I think I think a lot of domestic situations are not a man defending himself. He's just being an a-hole. But there are times also where men are defending themselves. And because they're stronger, you know, the bruises are on a woman. I've never been in either one of those situations. So I don't want to sit here pounding that drum. You know, well, when a woman assaulted me, I just covered up and just took it. I've never been in that situation. Yeah. However, it's hard. I'm saying that to say, I'm like you, Jeremy. I don't know exactly what went down, so it doesn't change my opinion about Zay Flowers. Because honestly, my opinion about Zay Flowers is he's a heck of a football player. Mm-hmm. This has nothing to do with that. I don't. I don't get caught up into that. That this is why I don't get caught up in that. He's a really good guy, unless I know them personally. Mm-hmm. I don't look at what happens what I see on TV and think that's your character. I don't because you got a great smile. You must be a great guy. And I think a lot of fans get caught up into that. Unless I know you personally, I don't know you personally. Didn't we all love Ray? I mean, like the Ray Rice. Ray was Rice. One- one of the most outgoing, one of the best guys that I'd been around, um, you know, with the Ravens organization and having him out and all the things. And look, uh, it's caught on camera and people can't unsee it. Yeah. You can't put that toothpaste back in the tube once it's seen. And then it's up to everyone else how they're going to judge you or how that affects your career. And people can say what they want. If Ray Rice was averaging 4.3 yards a carry, he's playing the next year after yeah. that. After his he's averaging what, two? Was it 2.6, 2.8, yeah. something like that? No. People felt like he was done, and nobody's going to pick you up when you have that stigma around you as well right. from the um, the domestic violence stuff. Yeah, but that, like I said, you know, yeah, he signs autographs. He's nice to the fans. You don't know these guys personally, man. Don't get caught up into that. The football player. So, you know, and I asked Jeremy, does it change your opinion of Zay Flowers? I think Zay Flowers is a heck of a football player. You know what I think about him now? He's a heck of a football player. <laughs> That's it. I don't know him. I don't know this guy. I can't. I can't tell you. Oh man, Zay would never. If this, these are reports, if these are rumors, and you didn't have a victim with a victim quoted to say in the report, I would. I wouldn't be able to say, man, I can't see Zay's doing that. I don't know him. I don't. Yeah, the people I've talked to say the same thing about him. Like unbelievably nice, outgoing, likable. But again, like I, I've known a lot of people that were likable that were pieces of garbage behind the scenes. And I'm not saying that's the case with Zay. But again, you can only judge. You can judge him by what you know. And as we're reading this stuff and it comes out, I think the one thing we do know, he's a hell of a football player. That's that's all I know about him. And I hope he's on the football field next year because if he is, it means there's nothing more to these reports. Yep. If there's more to these reports, then Zay, my man, you in trouble. Does this, um, does this uh, like relieve some of the stress for fans out there wondering what this was going to come to? Because people were saying, oh, do you need to draft another receiver now? You got to go get somebody if you're going to lose. I'm sure, him. it does. I mean, I'm sure you can look at it. Joe, would you agree? Looking at these reports, if it ends there, worst case scenario, you're talking about a two to four game suspension. Worst case scenario. Yeah, they had um, in the Baltimore Suns article. They mentioned how Jimmy Smith was suspended for four games in uh, what was that 2018? Yeah, and that was for uh, threatening and emotionally abusive behaviors towards his former girlfriend. Wasn't that the incident in Towson? I believe so. Yes, yeah, and then and there was actually a court, a Baltimore County Circuit Court filing, like a petition was filed for that one. So I think they kind of had more of an official, right? Like a, almost like an, I guess it's not an affidavit, but it's something like that that said 
the court recognizes that you're kind of a scumbag to your girlfriend. Hmm. Wow. Joe went there. Yep. 410-583-1057. Want to hear from you. What does this mean for the Ravens and Zay Flowers moving forward? Also, has your view of him changed? Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. 6.47 in the a.m., Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan out barbershop topic of the day. The uh, Baltimore County Police investigation connected to Baltimore Ravens wide receiver Zay Flowers has been suspended and effectively closed without criminal charges, according to documents the department released on Tuesday. And our question for you right to this morning, what does that mean for the Ravens and Flowers moving forward? Also, throw another one in there. Has your view of him as a person changed? Now, I had got I put this out. Uh, on social media, I have this one from a female, and she basically says uh, she judges it by his girlfriend still with him. Because if she is still with him, that sells a lot. Um, and this is from this is from a female. Uh, is she still with him? You I'm don't agree with that? No, no. Because <clears throat> Tyreek Hill's baby mama was still with him, and he allegedly beat the crap out of her and the baby. So, like, but why would you stay? Money? All right. I mean, look, let me just say this, too, because I, I, I've seen situations with uh, battered women and staying in relationships and trying to fix somebody. And, yeah. You know, there, there's a lot of that. A lot of it's that, too. And, I was not just money. A lot of it is that, that God complex that, you know, I want to I want to fix you. I want to I want to save you. Sometimes that's uh, that's some people that's in their DNA, basically, man. That's that's who you want to be. You want to like. I mean, I kind of feel that way about my mother. My mother was one that would, you know, uh, go out of her way to try to help everyone and, and constantly do things for others. And you can shut your mouth, Rob. I can see you ducking down behind that computer screen because I start talking about my mom. Doesn't mean you can start talking about my mom. I didn't mom. say anything. I was reading from social media. I don't believe you because I, I couldn't say, see your eyes. You I didn't ducked say, down. Like, that wasn't a natural movement to read something. You kind of ducked down behind the screen. I didn't say anything. My mom's a very giving woman. You want to add anything, Rob? Nope. Okay. Anyway. I want to go to Baltimore and get Rashad. What's up, Rashad? Hey, good morning, fellas. How y'all doing, man? What's good. up, man? How you doing? All right. All right. Yeah, listen, man. It don't change my perspective about him. I mean, like, at the end of the day, man, that's his personal relationship. We don't know all the full details. And then, plus, you know, when I um go to these games and watch him on TV, you know, I'm not worrying about what he's doing in his personal life. As long as it's not involving, you know, hurting, no harming the little kids or, you know, abusing the elderly, nothing like that. You know, like, and, and plus I can know, I know how these, a lot of these women can be sometimes, you know, they take things differently and want to call the police and, and, and allow you to make I, up things. What did you say? Huh? What did you just say? I didn't hear you. We went down a different path. No, I'm saying these women, you know, they they lie on you. They can, you know, make up things and just call the police and when, when things really ain't that, that serious. In my opinion, you know, because I've been in that situation. I was just going to ask you, has that happened yeah. to you, Rashad? Yes, I didn't, you know, girl named Maria. We cool now. She had nursed on her thing, but she popped up at my house and chased me around the street in my underwear at like 8 in the morning. She was man. wearing your you underwear? No. Nah. Oh, she was chasing <laughs> nah, you I was around in my underwear. You okay, I got you. Yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, it was my fault. I mean, I was, I was lying to them, playing games and lying, but, you know, you still, they don't give you no right to pop up to my house, assault them, like chase me around with a weapon and everything, eight in the morning, and, Rashawn, and, and people Rashawn, in the neighborhood thought it was funny. Rashawn, hold up, man. I, I, need to, I need to stop for a second. She showed up at your door. Yep. And chased you around the, the house or outside? 
outside. You know, how did you get? How did she go from in front of you in your door to you get to the other side of her outside? What happened? What happened in between? What happened in between you her showing up and you running? I wasn't trying to let her get inside the house. I had another girl in there. You know, oh. so I was trying to avoid that conflict. So I'm out in the porch talking with it. It got out of hand. And then, ah, you know, the see? see? Are you sure you weren't outside her window earlier that night going, My Maria, my Maria, you remind me of a way no, not at all. You sure you weren't out there singing? So no, so, not at all. Not see, at that's all. That's the rest man. of the story. See? <laughs> see, because there's no way in the world you're standing in front of me on the outside of my door. And I magically get on the other side of you and start running outside. I close my door to avoid that. So he had somebody inside, didn't want her to hear, and he stepped outside in his drawers. Yeah. Were they good drawers? Because you know, too, if you've been outside in good drawers or bad drawers, because you'll walk differently. You know, you. Yeah, he said people thought it was funny. It's because it is funny. Grown man will run around in his drawers. This is hilarious. It's very funny. I, I don't know what you. I don't know what you consider to be funny, Rashawn, but to me, I would laugh. That's funny. Yeah, it's like, oh my god, the consequences of my own actions. I can't believe this happened to me. <laughs> Leopard, I can't believe leopards ate my face. Hey, honey, am I awake? I think Tupac's in his underwear running around outside. <laughs> Here's one. I think all the charges uh, it makes him less marketable and will cost him endorsement deals in the short term. If he rips off fifteen hundred yard season, ten touchdowns. No one remembers. Cheers. Unfortunately, sadly, Jason, mm. that's the truth. Tyreek Hill have a lot of a lot of uh, endorsements. I mean, he's been on some things. Um, the Madden commercial, I think, and yeah. then he was in that one big Super Bowl commercial they did a couple of years ago. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think if there's. Well, I mean, look, there's plenty of players that we could sit here and talk about that have had issues off the field that were still endorsing products. Well, Steve Bishotti, when he spoke previously about how they don't take chances on players with domestic violence history, he singled out Tyreek Hill. Mm-hmm. And he said, well, they took a chance on him, and it worked out because they won the Super Bowl. But I don't, he said, I don't think we're going to do that in the future. So, I mean, I, I think it kind of makes the... If I think the Ravens can get away with not cutting him and not saying anything like, "Oh, we didn't it do it after the fact." Well, and yeah. because there's no charges, like Tyreek Hill actually had more of a smoking gun to be like, "I like this one from Marshall." This is my sentiments exactly. This is my Marshall? You you nailed this one. He says, "I honestly am not bothered by him one way or the other off the field. He's not a friend or in my circle of friends. I watch him do his job on te- football field on Sundays during the season." Uh, if he loses the ability to do that that job, he becomes inconsequential to me because once again, I don't personally know him. Yeah, what he said mm-hmm. doesn't yeah. change my personal opinion of him because I don't have a personal opinion of him. I don't have a football opinion of him. He's a hell of a football player. He's let's, fast. Let's go to West Side and get uh, Steve. What's, uh, what's up, Steve? Hey, good morning, gentlemen. Morning to you. All right, listen, let me say this, Rob. First of all, you know, by me being a formal player, um, baseball player and everything, there's a lot of players that's out there that's in that situation. A lot of it is a hush-hush type of thing because why? Just like the gentleman just said, you got a lot of females that will sit there. Let's say, for instance, Rob, here you are, a young man that's just coming out of college. You sign, they know that you're ready to get a big contract. And you with a female, and let's say 
you know, you dealt with her from time to time, but, you know, after a while you see that she changed. Then you want to go ahead and weave your way away from her. But she see that she don't want you to go nowhere. Now, you got a situation where it's though now that she knows that she has something over you. Just like the gentleman said, she can lie on you and everything else. Now, let me get back to some of the Oreo players, that the former Oreo players, and I'm not going to name any names. But oh, Steve, we ain't going down that road. No, we're not. We're not going down that road, Steve. We're not going down that road. <laughs> no one's going to say they heard this on the Big Bad Morning Show. I heard Rob say no it. No one's going to attach this to me or Jeremy. No, no, Rob we're not going down that road. Rob said it. Oreos, Ravens, Terps, no. old Baltimore Colts back in the day. We ain't going down that road. Rob Long can take this one. <laughs> Guess what I did yesterday? I announced when LeBron James and why he was sitting because he was going through some load management stuff. This one's on you, buddy. I that's, think yesterday. That's different. <laughs> Let's go to Baltimore and get Trippy. What's up, Trippy? Hello. Hey, what's going on? Hello. Look, I was trying to call in yesterday to shout my uh, high school out, Emerson Westside. You know, they played City yesterday. But anyway, hmm. shout out to Emerson Westside. <laughs> they finally got that city championship next year. Now oh, they, won, the they, won, they won the city championship yesterday? Yeah, they beat City yesterday. City my, boy Dad, my boy Dazzler got a championship. All right. Yeah, so now we about to his, get the state. So his niece plays for me. Oh, for real? Yes. Hey, Rob, you know I do photography. You like me? Come out and do some work, man. Yeah, you know? man. Why don't you hire Trippy? Hey, you won't trippy. you let Trippy talk, man? Nobody asked hey, you. Um, I'm, hello, I'm coasting. Hello, but look, <laughs> but look about the Zay Flowers shit. I don't. I mean, I just read up on it. I, don't, I mean, I still. You know how the NFL is, so I mean. Yep. Trippy, Trippy <sighs> slipped up. Trippy tripped up. He didn't realize Should he said be it. It's not a podcast, people. We can't say that stuff. Well, man, we had to dump the last two callers. Did we have to dump the last caller? I had to drop one and dump one. Oh, you dump one and drop one. Man. Which Thoughts Oreo on players possible... was he going to throw into the box? <laughs> I ain't listen to that. Thoughts on possible MLB expansion at 7-15, but on the other side, we get stupid with Jeremy Kahn. Yeah, we're going to talk about a lot of stupid stuff. We have a kilt-wearing shopper. That was seen shoving stuff up his butt. <laughs> we're going we're to talk about him. <laughs> and you ever have someone tell you to grow a pair? Well, scientists actually have now, and it might help men in the future. We're, we're going to get into that as well. World of Stupid's coming up next here on The Fan. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.